Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Seerah, and much more. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad wa man yudlil falan tajida lahu waliya murshida Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu Lahu al-mulk wa lahu al-hamdu yuhyi wa yumitu wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Adda al-amana wa ballaga al-risala Wa nasaha al-umma وتركها على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك عباد الله توصيكم ونفسي بلزوم أمر الله ولزوم طاعته فمن عمل بوصيتي فلنفسه ومن أساء فعليه وما ربك بضلام للعبيد أما بعد Dear brothers and sisters in Islam السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته We are in the last couple of days of, of the month of Ramadan the month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an, the ayah that every one of us knows. In Surah Al-Baqarah, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنُ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ The month of Ramadan is the month where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed the Qur'an, Hudan للناس, as a guidance. And with the proofs of guidance. Bayinat is a proof, clear proof of guidance. Wal Furqan and criterion, the splitter between the haqq and the batal, the good and the bad, the truth and the falsehood. This is the Quran. It's guidance to mankind. It's not just something that we go and recite in the month of Ramadan. We go to Taraweeh. And we recite the Qur'an, we get the ajr. It's not just for that. It's guidance for humanity. Muslims and non-Muslims, this is the purpose of the Qur'an. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Qur'an to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to take the people out of dark darknesses to the light, the light of Islam, the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted. And if we look at the month of Ramadan, all over the world, Muslims, in the Muslim countries, and anywhere there are Muslims. You will see a unique characteristic for that month. People gather together socially to go and break their fast. So there is this characteristic that we get and we see in the month of Ramadan. It's sort of a color for the Muslims in the month of Ramadan. That characteristics and color in the month of Ramadan where they get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Closer by fasting, obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Closer by praying, standing up at night, avoiding things in the month of Ramadan. But this color and characteristic, is it just only for the month of Ramadan that we have to go? And do is it only for the siyam? Is it only for the salah? Is it only for the qiyam or something else? And actually, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran uses the word color, the word sibga for someone who knows Arabic. 
Sabgha is when you're dyeing something and changing its color. That's the word sabgha. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions an ayah while he was talking about when the Christians and the Jews want the Muslims to be like them. Again, that's in Surah Al-Baqarah, ayat 136 to 139. Let me read it and just quickly translate. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَعْدَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَقَالُوا كُونُوا هُودًا وَنَصَارًا تَهْتَدُوا Say, become a Jew and a Christian and you will be guided. قُلْ Say, O oh Muhammad, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is not here with us. It's us who are going to say. قُلْ بَلْ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا No, but the path of Ibrahim alayhi salam. The path, the path of Ibrahim alayhi salam, who was worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And he was not from the mushrikeen. قُولُوا And again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and telling us to respond to, that, that, to someone who is telling us, be Christian or Jew. They're not coming to tell you be a Christian and Jew, changing your deen right away. They're telling you to follow their way of life, step by step. And then you will be like them. And then you will be guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no. Qulu amanna billah. Say we have believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wama unzila ilayna. And what was revealed to us, which is the Quran, which is guidance to mankind. And a criterion for truth and falsehood. This is the thing that we have believed in. This is the Quran. This is the message that we have believed in. Ma unzila ilayna. وَمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْمَعِيلَ وَإِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبَ وَالْأَصْبَاطَ وَمَا أُوْتِيَ مُوسَى وَعِيسَ وَمَا أُوْتِيَ النَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ And we believe in what was revealed also to Ibrahim and Ismail and Ishaq and Ya'qub and Ispat and what was revealed to Musa and Isa وَمَا أُوْتِيَ النَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ and whatever all other prophets have been given the message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we the Muslims we believe in that we believe the message the real message that was sent to Musa and Isa, the Jews and the Christian, Christianity and Judaism, we believe in the original message that was revealed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not in the current message. We don't differentiate among these prophets. We believe in all of them. Because they all called for the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we surrender to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنْ آمَنُوا Allah continues and he says فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ If they believe in what you have believed, the conditions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has stated in the previous ayat, فَقَدْ اِهْتَدَوْا They are guided. They're asking you to be guided by following their way of life. Allah is telling you to say, follow my path, follow my way of life. Then you will be guided. وَإِنْ تَوَلَّوْا فَإِنَّمَا هُمْ فِي شِقَاقٍ And if they... Refuse that, then they are the ones who are, if they turn away, then they are only in dissension. They have choose to stay away. فَسَيَكْفِيكُهُمُ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be sufficient for you. Don't listen to them. وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing and all knowledgeable. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the color thing that I started with in the ayah. صِبْغَةَ اللَّهِ صِبْغَةَ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ مِنَ اللَّهِ صِبْغَةً وَنَحْنُ لَهُ عَابِدُونَ The word صِبْغَةً 
When you go this the literal translation of it, it's a color, it's a characteristic, it's an imprint, it's a nature. The scholars, when they talk about what the Sibratullah, they said this is the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way of life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for us. Others they say it's the fitrah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah he says, Sibratullah, woman ahsan min Allah Sibra. So this is the way of life. It's the fitrah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has installed in every human. Woman ahsan min Allah. Who's better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to stating a religion and a way of life for you? Who's better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who knows also humans, men and women, young or old, rich or poor, who knows us better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who created us? Do we know us better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No, definitely no. I might know my family. I might know the ones who are closer to me. But I don't know someone who's living in another country who is Muslim or non-Muslim. I don't know. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's triggering our mind to come and think. When it comes to this sabgha, this color, this way of life, how are you going to live your life? The color that you, and a color what? It's something that's dis- distinguishable. It's something that you will be seen with. This is the way that you will live your life. You have a beard, looks like yeah, you're a Muslim. You pray, you're a Muslim. She's wearing a hijab, she's a Muslim. That's one characteristic. That's one part of the color. He doesn't deal with riba, good, add to the color. More color of Islam. He doesn't have girlfriend or she doesn't have a boyfriend, add more color, distinguishing. He doesn't lie. She doesn't lie. Add all of that. When they deal, they deal according to what pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Add to the color. The color becomes more and more intensified and more clear. It doesn't become a rainbow color. Where here I am Muslim and I have a girlfriend. Here I am Muslim. I deal with riba. You know, uh, scholars say it's halal. Yalla. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it's haram. I deal with it. I have permission. Some mashayikh say this about it, then I will deal with it. Color is becomes, becomes rainbow color, different kinds of colors. Sibgha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from you one color, wants from you one characteristic, which is the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants everything to be done. Al-halal ubayyinun al-haram ubayyin. Halal is clear and haram is clear. Wabaynahuma umurun mushtabahat. And in between, there are things that might be doubtful to some people. الشبهات, the one who avoids these shubuhat, these doubts, then he's protecting himself and his honor in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So always seek. Before you act, before you do something, look how you want to be seen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want to be seen multi-color or you want to be seen as with one color, the sibgha of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The color that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to you. Allah did not choose to you a black color or a white color or a green color. Allah chose to you the deen of Islam. Allah chose for you the ahkam, the rules, how to live your life. Allah has chosen for you how to get married. Allah has chosen to you how to deal with your wife and how the sister deals with her husband. Allah has chosen to you how to raise your children, how to take care of them. Allah has chosen for you how to do business and when you work, how you conduct yourself. Allah has chosen to you, for you, how to take care of a community. Allah has chosen for you how to go and deal 
with poor people, with poverty, with all kinds of issues. Allah has chosen for you too how to run a country. The Prophet ﷺ was not just a prophet. He was a leader of a country. He waged wars. And he did, and he did peace treaties. He managed poverty. He managed society. He managed country. Was it with rules from other than the Islam? No. It was with the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was by the rules that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen and given to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This sibgha, this color, that anyone who's seeking al-jannah, which every one of us, every one of us is here coming because he wants to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyone who's seeking that, look for the sibgha, sibghatullah. Look for the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to go and deal with things. You will be graduating. You will be offered all kinds of jobs. You will find a job. Choose the right one that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We live in a society, a capitalist society. I work in a company. I've been working in companies for 25 years or more. And I know there are things you have to be very careful when you're choosing a job. What to do in that job? Things where you stand up tall and say, no, I will not do that. This is against my deen. No, I will not do that. Even if I have to quit, Rizq in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the sibgha from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you by your deen that the rizq, your sustenance, your income, your work, whatever you're going to gain, it's in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not in anybody's hands. So stand up tall when it comes to that, that you know what you're doing and know that you will be, you need to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything. And if you're confused with the word futrah, because some people might be confused with the word fitrah, what it means. Take it simple. The fitrah is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala installed in every human the ability to go and recognize that there is a creator. This is the fitrah. Allah installed that in every human. In every human that he created. They have the ability to go and recognize and find out that there is a creator. But then who is that creator? What does he have to do in my life? then the human mind comes and decides, should I go and follow that creator or should I go and follow man-made rules and laws? And then I will be multicolored. At the day of judgment when I meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I will be presented with everything that I have done. With everything. Yes, we do mistakes. We're humans and we do mistakes. And we sin. But these sins will be like small dots in this unique color. Small dots that you will not be able to see it. But if these dots becoming more and more and more, then it becomes visible. Then it's no more a unique color. It's no more the way of life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for us in order to be successful at the day of judgment. Then it's some other way of life. And that's where وَقَالُوا كُونُوا هُودًا أَوْ And that's where the Christians and the Jews, they said, yeah, become a Jew and a Christian. Move away from the way of life that your Rabb, your Creator, Allah, sent it to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Move away from that and you will be guided. And subhanAllah, you see this a lot in the society that we live in right now. All over the world, 
when you come and take up, talk about this is the haq, this is the truth, this is what you need to follow as a Muslim, you will find many forces against you. And these are supported forces, organizations, Muslim and non-Muslim organizations, governments, Muslims and non-Muslim governments, they're pulling you away. Move away from your deen. Don't do this. This is not right. And if you guys are following in what's happening in the Muslim lands, there is something called Sidawa. Sidawa, it's something that united, driven by United Nations. It's an agreement for when the United States gives money to countries and support them, they have to follow certain rules. And this, this Sidawa is part one of these rules. And it has to do with the relationship between men and women. Opening Fahisha, clearly. Homosexuality, supporting homosexuality, which is also here, by the way. It's also here. But in the Muslim lands, if you need the funds, if you need the support, it's linked with this. You have to go and start advertising that and start permitting it and making laws so this becomes the norm in the Muslim land. That's in Pakistan, in Palestine, in Jordan, and in the Muslim countries who take support from any Western country. This is the structure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created, a family structure. And the modesty were in this family structure, the social system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us to go and follow, where men and women are separated, where the concept of a boyfriend and girlfriend doesn't exist in Islam. The Western world coming to the Muslim land saying, if you want the money, this is what you have to do. Follow our way of life. Then you will be guided. Follow our way of life, we'll give you the money. Same thing here. Follow our way of life, you will be popular. Follow our way of life, you will get the best job. Follow our way of life, you will, you will be recognized. But if you don't follow our way of life, then you will be on the spot. You will be followed. You will be called this and this and this and that. You will be called this and this and this and that. If you're following what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to do. Because your goal, and that's what should be your goal. Pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My goal and your goal is not just reciting the Quran in the month of Ramadan and fasting only. That's not the goal. The goal is pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day of judgment. My goal and your goal is taking our book in our right hand at the day of judgment. That should be our goal. And if you do that, and if you follow everything that's needed for that, yes, you will be a stranger. Because that's your, what your Prophet said. That's what our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. Jaa islamu gharibam. Islam became a stranger. And it's going to come back as a stranger. So if you follow this sibgha, sibghatullah, if you follow this deen of Allah, if you follow this way of life that Allah has chosen for you, you will be marked as a stranger. You will be. But what will be your reaction? You will give up. Or you will stand up tall and say, this is what pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will continue doing it. استغفر الله العظيم استغفروه انه هو العظيم
Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. So dear brothers and sisters, with the closings of month of Ramadan, and understanding that we fast, and we pray, and we stand up at night, and we do qiyam, and we break fasting together, and get to that, let's continue that for the rest of our life. Let's continue the feeling that hey, we are Muslims and we're following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything. In everything. We don't break fast one minute or two minutes before the adhan. Some people even more, more they, will be, they will delay it by one minute or two minutes. Just to be extra careful and extra cautious that hey, I'm, I'm not breaking the fast before sunset. That's one hukum. How about the others? How about everything in our life? Are we so careful the same way that we so, so careful when we break our fast? That's the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala breaking your fast at sunset. There are many other ahkam. Are we so careful with this too? We should. We should be careful. And that being careful requires knowledge. Requires knowledge. Because enemies of Islam, whoever he is, it could be a Muslim. It could be a munafiq. He's counting on the ignorance of Muslims with the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's counting on that. Someone who is ignorant with the deen, someone who doesn't know the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, someone who is not well versed and goes and reads about fiqh, not just the Quran, reciting the Quran. No, understand the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will be easy to fall into the traps of the ones who are plotting and planning against the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this exists everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. So, read the Quran. Understand the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Open the books of fiqh. Read. Read these ahkam. Read. Some of it might apply to you now. Some of it might apply to you in the future. Some of it might not. Some of this, even have been discussed in the societies that we live in. Take for example, don't judge me. That's something common, right? Don't judge me. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talk a lot about al-amr ma'roof al-nahi al-munkar. Enjoying good and forbidding evil. So where is the don't judge me when it comes to al-amr ma'roof al-nahi al-munkar? Enjoying good and forbidding evil. I will not be able to judge you in your private life in the things that you do in secret. But I will be able to judge you in the things that you're doing in public. Because I see it in the public. If you're doing it according to the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not. I don't know your intention. That's why Al-Amr al-Ma'roof, enjoying good and forbidding evil, is very important in our deen. It's one of the pillars. Even some, some of the ulama, they say it's the sixth pillar. Enjoying good and forbidding evil. I see a Muslim brother or a sister doing something that's wrong. They might know, they might not. My duty is to go and explain to them. It's my duty is not to expose them. My duty is good to go and explain to them, this is the deen. This is what it is. This is the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's up to you if you want to go and continue. But this is my duty toward you and the society that we live in that I have to do. Don't judge me. Come and say, I'll do whatever. Don't, that's none of your business. Don't come and talk to me about anything. Feminism. 
equality, gender equality, homosexuality, all of that's going on. Do we understand the rules from Islam related to these issues? We need to. You will be graduating. You will be getting jobs. You will be getting married, building family, starting a family. Do you know the rules how to deal with your wife, how to go and take, take care of children, how to do all of that stuff? Do we know it? Or we're taking the secular way of life. How do we go and deal and build a family? And then we take it and we apply it. We say, I am a Muslim, I pray. She's a Muslim, she prays. And mashallah, we're going to start an Islamic family and a Muslim family. But based on what we have learned from a secular society, it doesn't work. This is not the sabgha. This is not the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants things to be done. Ibadallah, inna Allah amarakum bi amrim tadahu bi nafsi wa thanna alayhi malaykata faqal inna Allah wa malaykatahu yusalluna ala nabiyya ayuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ala muhammad kama sallayta ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim. Mubarak Allahumma ala muhammadin wa ala ala muhammad kama barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim. Fil alamina innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma ansuru al-muslimina bil-islam. وأعز المسلمين بالإسلام واخذل المشركين أعداءك وأعداء الدين إنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وتب علينا يا رب العالمين اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا رب العالمين اللهم تقبل صيامنا وقيامنا وصلاتنا وجميع أعمالنا يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لوالدينا ولوالدي والدينا ولكل من له حق علينا يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا يا رب العالمين واخر دعوانا ان الحمد لله رب العالمين واقم الصلاه Thank you for listening to this podcast Podcasts on current events Islamic guidance Quran tafsir and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.